웃음소리에 웃음이 나 잠들어 있는 표정까지 좋으니 Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of the NCT podcast, a Black i n c i t i z e n podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Tara, and I'm Johnny. <laughs> It's Cat. Hi. That never gets old, honestly. It really doesn't because, like, I don't. He's just so indie. Any? No. No. It's okay. No. You can continue to have your Johnny meltdowns because, like, we're probably not going to talk about a single other member during the rest of this episode other than Taeyong. So, I mean, get all, true, get all your other member feelings out before just, going forward. I just want y'all to realize how quickly that happened in my mind. <laughs> Immediate thoughts of Johnny as soon as we started. Oh my god! I need more therapy. Not just, not just one. I need more. So yeah, um, I'm excited about today because it's Taeyong Day. It's actually Taeyong Day. Like we're recording an episode on the actual day of the person's birth. Yes, the stars aligned. The Taeyong F energy was so high that this happened by accident. AKA, I couldn't record yesterday. <laughs> I mean, it would have been July 1st in Korea yesterday, so... Oh, true, true, true. It would have okay. happened either day. You're right. It just so right. happens to be July 1st in the United States right now, so... Right. The stars, the universe is on my side. Yes. All right. But before we get into all things Boo Boo, which, you know, we're dedicating this episode also to uh, Taeyong's solo work... Uh, we do have to do the song and dance of attempting to keep track of NCT updates, aka I'm so tired of you bitches. Sit the fuck down. <laughs> Shut up. Just like, can y'all can y'all sit down? Like, go on vacation. Like, no cameras. Buy some shit. I don't know. I'm it's, I'm sick. Sick. I just, I, I just want there y'all to be to enjoy things. Honestly, from the bottom of my heart, I just want y'all to enjoy things and not fight or slander or do anything anytime anything is announced. I just want y'all to either ignore or enjoy. That's it. Like I want happiness for you guys. Honestly, truly, I want happiness in N City. Like, what's we need holidays? We need more holidays on the calendar because y'all too much. Honestly, I don't know if this hell that is in city will ever get better. You know that thing that was going around on Twitter about how somebody was exaggerating what happens in New York so that people would stop moving there. Yeah, that was in Citizens the day that it seemed like that one really large fandom was trying to look for her skate patches. Oh my god! Everybody yeah. was like, "We got roaches! Don't come here!" Yeah, I. Rem- <laughs> I think I tweeted out, "Don't come here. We fight literally every single day." Don't don't do it. There's no peace. And then no the people peace. who are like, I will never stand NCT. I'm like, yeah, because you wouldn't last a day. 
honestly. You wouldn't last a single day. The way we fight, and it's not even, like, yeah, once in a while we'll have, like, a really big something with another fandom. Mostly it's just us with ourselves. That's why I said this fandom is ghetto as hell. Because only in InCity is there always a fight breaking out among the factions no fandom solidarity whatsoever us even mm-hmm. against other fandoms because sorry dreamsins y'all always at the scene of the crime when it comes to supporting other fandoms slandering certain units of nct true and I, I i'm just like i y'all know we're all in this together because at the end of the day if another fandom doesn't like nct they don't like nct as a whole they're not gonna be like Oh, I just don't like one two seven, but Dream is okay. No, they just hate us collectively. Like it's, you know what? This is this is reflecting real life right now, and I maybe. Oh yeah, true. <laughs> so one of the updates that we can talk about, as it is fresh off the fucking press, uh, a couple of SM rookies and a new SM rookie account has surfaced. Um, with three young men, ages unknown, though the streets are saying that the Japanese member Shohei might be a 97 liner. Um, again, nothing confirmed. No group confirmed. Literally just here's some SM trainees that probably will debut sooner rather than later. I'm wondering, though, is it they release these trainees under the SM rookies like moniker thing that usually means that they have a long way to go because the last batch of sm rookies like they were doing like shows and behind the scenes stuff and all that stuff and then like a year later they debuted or are they just like since nct japan is coming up and all of this other stuff are they just like we're just putting you here because this is what we've got do you know what i mean yeah honestly there's just no way to know until we know. Yeah, that's there's true. too many there's too many factors at play. And one thing which I understand as someone who would really like to financially be prepared for a 127 US tour, logistically speaking, <laughs> things are not good right now. Yeah. Um logistics meaning not only the boys like personal schedules because they are very booked and busy personally which we'll get into later in this section of the show but also these concert venues are probably getting thousands and thousands of requests because of covid Mm -hmm. and so you know yeah k-pop global sensation sure of course but you know who's going on tour as soon as the album drops. Beyonce. Yeah. yeah. And if it's booking Beyonce versus K pop group, you see where I, yeah. Yeah. I, I like, especially because the rollout for Renaissance is probably going to last a long time. Yeah. And remember how she shadow dropped the formation tour as well? Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. It would make sense if a lot of concert venues are leaving certain dates just kind of up in the air to see what she's going to do. So, Not only her, I feel like there's going to, especially this summer, I feel like everybody's having a tour. That so, too. And there's a, lot of, there's a lot of Western artists that are gearing up for theirs as well. So 
Like it's going to be a clash of the whoever can, whoever, you know, can projectedly like bring in the most revenue. So I don't know. We'll see. I still don't think we're, we're going to get a 127 tour until next year, which is totally fine because I'm broke as hell right now because of all the tickets I've bought. Yeah, the girls are out and about. Um, I'm wondering if I should try and go see Sunmi. Girl, Sunmi is on my list. I already have the um, date on my calendar. Um, so, yes. Yeah, as like another excuse to go back to New York and and see know. me. Yes, while also sneaking in a visit to a gynecologist for reasons, but um, also more importantly, me. Yes, more importantly, <laughs> you. Uh, but basically, everybody just chill, sit tight. You have no idea the logistical clusterfuck that is facing literally everyone as we transition into covid intimacy which by the way some good news recovid another epidemiologist projected that if the companies can get this ba2 or not ba2 ba4 5 slash omicron uh booster specific Mm -hmm. booster then by fall we might start to see covid be endemic like the flu and stuff so listen like any news is good news at this point (laughs) that's what i'm saying i'm like thank god because like i would rather just get another shot and then be able to fucking live my life yeah because this is two years almost three years like i can't I need it. I need it to be done this fall. I needed the 2025 projected date to disappear into 2023. <laughs> Listen here, COVID. Tara is saying she needs it to be done. Get it done. Literally. Anyways, uh, but yeah, so just sit tight, everybody. It might not be until next year. But it's fine, because then you have the rest of this fiscal year to get your shit together. Mm -hmm. Exactly. So six more months and we're there. All right. Uh, So other NCT updates. Uh, The beatbox dance practice and dance practice behind Mm -hmm. some more basically beatbox uh, stuff came out recently. Um, So you can check that out, obviously, on YouTube. Um, NCT Sanrio stuff Ugh. continues to roll out. I've given up. I've I given can't up. deal with it. I'm like, life wise, I'm like mentally not doing well. And then you're gonna add this cute shit <laughs> that I can't even get my hands on because everybody, I can't, I can't. I wanted those pajamas so bad, and they're like, unless you're 130 pounds and five foot five, you're not fitting into the. Oh my god. Girl, 135. That's generous. I I was trying to be, you know, nice. But this is why I don't give a shit about clothing when it comes to merch. I want the cups. I want the stickers. I but want the blanket. It, yeah, I couldn't get anything else. Nothing else. Well, perhaps you could have them re-sewn. 
maybe i don't know resized i don't know i don't don't know but um anyways yeah i honestly i'm so happy that they got this collab i think this is speaking of entity piece i think this is the best thing that's ever happened to us and yet collectively and yet niggas is still fighting and it's, I was just going to say, it's, this is one of the cutest and best things that's ever happened in N-City. And yet everybody found a reason to fight over some fucking Hello Kitty characters. Are you kidding me? I usually when I see fights like this, I just ignore them. But it, I've never seen a dumber fight. I've nev- <laughs> like, I've never- I think I tweeted the day that the like... Uh, town photo came out I was like Mm. are y'all niggas really fighting over these fucking characters like it's Sanrio it's Hello Kitty Hello Kitty literally says you have to be kind to everybody and y'all over here trying to kill each other over cinema roll (laughs) over cinema roll you're you're joking come on the like, most unserious fandom on earth. Like I can't. Like I had to laugh. I literally also, had to laugh. Also, and I thought about this. People who didn't understand why Yuta was Hello Kitty, I'm like, uh, he's Japanese. Wait, of who course, didn't? Who? What? Of course, he was gonna be Hello Kitty. He's Japanese. That makes the most sense of everything. What? It was always gonna be him or Shotaro. Like what? Why would? Also, why would that even be an issue, though? Like, why is it something to, like... Well, it's the same reason people were fighting over Cinnamon Roll. Because they somehow... It's stupid. All of you are stupid. It's all stupid. <laughs> like, there's just... It's just completely and utterly dumb. Like... I love the block button so much. Yeah, I need to start doing that more. Because um, the old days of my block list is just not cutting it much. Yeah. I mean, it, listen, if anybody can get me some stickers. Honestly, <laughs> if, anybody, if any listeners would like to, like, slide in our DMs with options, especially yeah. if y'all are going to be on the ground, please, because... I will cash I, up you right now. I couldn't be fucking bothered to deal with group orders and other nonsense, so please... Me either. If somebody can just, like, give me a direct line, um, yeah... okay listen i'll give you i'll give you whatever you want i just need a sticker please that's it i what i want is either a cup preferably taeyong heichan jaehyun or kun Mm. and if i can't get any of those four in cup form then i want a blanket with all of them on it yeah so fucking cute oh my god i can't listen you can i just talk about how they fucking kept jaehyun's dimples as little dots and mm-hmm. that shit had me tore the fuck up me too i was like this is the cutest thing i've ever seen like they had everybody like everybody's characteristics like down which is so cute they had hechan's moles they had jaehyun's dimples i was like mm, i'm gonna cry <laughs> please hello kitty yuta Hello Kitty Utah. I only know pain and suffering. It was the cutest thing. When those when the like the town picture dropped, I was like, this is the cutest thing. I'm gonna throw up right now. And then I'll see y'all motherfuckers fighting. <laughs> Anyways, moving on. I like Mark with his little guitar. That was so cute. 
about okay okay yeah okay. let's move on but basically also the uh sli- slightly adjacent to sanrio our ways and these hats are on the clown era is over 10 is in korea oh my let's God. fucking go let's fucking go now when you know when i'll know it's real when win-win is seen at the airport i mm. listen i know it's not gonna happen <laughs> Listen, I know it's not going to happen until probably like mid next year because he's just signed on to do another drama. Um, so I know it's not going to happen for a while, but I'm fine with Wavy. Like, if they want to release something now, like do it now. Tens back, blah blah. But when 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 is seen at the airport next year? It's done. I'm never um... going to shut up. It's going to happen. I promise you. Uh. Anyways. I... Listen, I know what you're going to say. You don't think he's going to come back to Wavy at all. But I think he is going to do one final project. I think that's in in the books. One final, either a mini album or a full album, whatever they have. And then when we'll be like, after much consideration, I've decided to go t- to China and act for the rest of my life. And I'll be like, you go, Win-Win. I love you. But I think we'll get one more out of him. Continue. Do you want me to say what I'm really thinking? Yes. I don't think that's going to happen. I think that it's just going to be a five-person wavy mini-album next. And uh, Lucas will come back. And then that'll be it. Or they'll add members to wavy. But I don't think that Win-Win is going to come back at all. Mm, I don't know. Like even without bias, I think I think we'll get or if we don't get win win like one win win wavy comeback, I'll think we'll get like him in like a full NCT like the twenty twenty or twenty twenty two or whatever it is. And then but I think we'll see win win with NCT one more time. In my opinion. In my opinion. I, I want that for you. I'll say that. Yeah, because his contract, he, he still has a contract with this with SM. You make it seem like, you know what? Never mind. I don't know. Win Win to me doesn't seem like the type that would go through all of like I'm gonna break this contract and sue and do all this stuff. Like I don't feel. Oh, I don't think that it's gonna be like that. I just don't think that. I personally just it seems like he is done with the NCT brand as a whole. I mean, he may be done, but SM might be like, you're not done, pal. I mean, that's true. But also at the same time, it's like, I don't know. Because we, the example that we have is the relationship between SM and Lay, right? Mm-hmm. But Lay loves EXO. Those are his brothers. Mm-hmm. And while I'm sure that when when you know like certain members of nct i don't know that he has the same sort of passion or attachment to the project anymore right Um, but that's what i'm saying like he might have been done way back in nct 2018 but like as far as like business and contracts go i don't think he's the type that would be like i'm gonna fight for my freedom right now i think he'd be the type to do let me wrap these little projects up until my contract's up and then but yeah, that's what I, uh, so I say all that to say I think there is an 
and less savory angle here on SM's part where they're not going to want him to come back unless it's something that they feel like they're benefiting from and if win mm-hmm. just seems miserable the whole time it's probably not going to be in their interest i mean but do they care uh <laughs> <laughs> that's the question of the day here's the thing if if this was a group like xo of course they fucking care mm. but because the group has so many members and new members in the pipeline i don't know that they care that much to try to force win-win back Hmm. maybe maybe they might be just like let's just cut our losses and call it a day that's kind of where my mind is here's some money bye basically (laughs) which is sad i like i said i want that for you for him to come back for one last project but i also just from a business perspective i don't see it on either party's part to want that i honestly don't think win-win wants to be in wavy long term like i think a lot i think it's discussed in win city a lot like i think we saw this coming for a really long time and it was just then solidified when you know we got news that he started his studio it's like okay this is and i think i think a lot of nct fans have come to terms with it with like okay if win-win does decide to leave or you know not renew it's we're gonna support him anyways it's not like yeah this isn't this is no shade or hate towards win-win it's just i personally think that being an idol is not something that he's super interested in especially not a a k-pop idol because it requires like it's it's like a totally different vibe from like a k-drama actor right like a K-drama actor may have at max five projects a year and yeah. it doesn't involve the same kind of stress and pain that like comes with being an SM K-pop idol because you are constantly having to put out music and do tours and promote while also trying to fit in these acting projects. Yeah. And Winwin's been really clear before. Like he has said it a lot of times, like he really wants to do like acting things and you know go down that pipeline so i think this i think sm and wavy and all of that is a really good starting off point and he's getting the opportunity a lot earlier than most of us thought um to do exactly what he wanted to do which is great and amazing i'm very proud of him i'm very proud of him for taking the initiative and being like i'm gonna start my own studio I'm going to go after the things I want. Obviously, he's he's built a fan base through SM and through NCT and through Wavy. Obviously, that happened, but it still takes a lot to kind of be like, okay, I'm going to go off and attempt to do what I really want to do outside of that. And I'm very proud of Win-Win. Um, moving on, the uh, other Wavy members who are in Korea right now had a live together and it was very emotional and the boys also went to visit nct sanrio town you can see photos of those on twitter i just want to highlight that 10 being back is personally very emotional just because i know that he really missed his cats and Mm -hmm. missed coon and all of wavy and 
of course, I'm sure he missed his Super M bros, just all of them. So I'm glad Ten is back. Me too. When those pictures like dropped, I was like, you're joking right now. Like I was like, this is, this is great. This is good. Because we didn't really like nothing was really said outside like he didn't hint at it or anything not that i'm aware of honestly it probably happened pretty fast considering the lockdown situation in china mm. like they probably got an option last minute to have him leave and they just took it without you know doing any sort of uh you know hint- like there was no time for any hinting or anything mm-hmm. like that because it could have literally been like okay your compound's out of lockdown you can officially go to the airport (laughs) and so just like 10 having been packed for like days ready to go until that final moment so he's been living out of a go bag for the past 10 months essentially honestly would not be surprised considering how insane lockdowns are in china right now yeah um but the wavy boys are back together and they're very cute and check it out online of course uh as with every month there is nct show content this month was of course another nct news and then one two punch which is like the boys fighting each other (laughs) content and then 007 and then a music space specifically for dancing in the rain unit yes it i've i think i only watched i haven't really had time as per usual i watched a little bit of the 007 that was fun chotaro oh my god he's so cute he's so adorable i my heart is just full every time I look at him. They had like a no laughing section, like they couldn't laugh or smile. And I'm like, that's his whole face. Literally. That's not fair. The definition of happy to be here, Shotaro. Literally. Like he's just he's just happy to be around, happy to be included, here if you need anything, that whole thing. And I'm just like, y'all, he's so cute. Anyways, go watch that. It's really fun. Um, I didn't really watch a lot of the uh, the other ones. Like I said, I didn't really have time. But I did see on Instagram, um, they did put some content out. It was really cute. So, Yeah. Um, I didn't watch anything. But <laughs> my friend who's, like, really into uh, Utah and NCT, uh, I ended up watching, like, five or six episodes of uh, NCT Life. Uh, the most recent one in Gapyong. So mm-hmm. that is my NCT content of the past two weeks. Um, it was pretty good. Yeah. Just, <laughs> just friends having fun. Just boys having fun. Yeah, I, I think my friend could tell I started to get fatigued because at some point everybody was arguing and trying to fight over stuff in the pool. And I'm just like, Jaehyun just <laughs> I need to have a conversation with his parents on how the fuck they accomplished that because what the fuck <laughs> I mean I, I'm pretty sure we all know how they accomplished that yeah I'm just saying <laughs> 
that man looks too goddamn good all the time. It's the actually time. annoying. Uh, speaking of Jaehyun, Dear M, finally available for viewing. I've seen clips. Uh, I don't. I'm not that interested in the drama, to be honest. I might just I... find. I might just try to find a, a Jaehyun cut. This is the <laughs> one thing. This is the one thing that I've actually been able to watch because I'll play it in the background, like while I'm working or whatever. Damn, they did Jaehyun so dirty. Chamin Ho is a loser. <laughs> so that he's the man, second guy, right? He's the second guy. Oh, see, he's like, I'm he's not like watch a, it. He's a simp. Like. The running joke, which, first of all, if Jaehyun went to my university, there is no fucking way he would be treated like this at all. Like, he's, like, a simp. Basically, he just does, like, girls' homeworks and, like, helps them out. And, like, he he just gets dumped. Like, he never lasts more than a month. That's, like, the whole running joke. And I'm like, in what fucking world would Jung Jaehyun have any issues first of all getting a date second of all dating someone for long term i i was just like this is so unrealistic it kind of took me out of the drama for a little bit but um there's like other the other characters have like juicy stuff going on like there's like a weird love triangle between um one of the the main girls like other roommate has like diabetes which i've never seen in a drama and it was really cool to see like someone having to deal with that in real life and then also um the other root the other girl roommate her and her boyfriend are like the campus couple or whatever like they're really famous and then an old friend from high school transfers to her university and falls in love with her boyfriend and is doing like sneaky bitch things it gets intense it gets intense well so there's a uh, lot Check that out if you guys like K-dramas. I personally usually don't watch K-dramas um, after being burned one too many times in the year 2012. So, uh, That's I'll not even just... fair. That was a bad... <laughs> bad. Uh, so, anyways, I'll probably just look out for a Jaehyun cut eventually. But at least Jaehyun is getting lots of praise for his acting. And that is what is most important so that he can go on to better and bigger roles. Yes. He's very good in this. It makes me sad for him. I'm like, get it, get up, stand up, <laughs> stand up, stand up. That girl does not like you. Move on. Damn. To me. <laughs> <laughs> um, speaking of the Neo's acting, um, obviously, we talked about Win-Win's acting career. Uh, he just signed on a new drama. Uh, also, Doyoung. Doyoung recently signed on a drama called To X Who Doesn't Love Me. Um, and a couple of photos. Yeah. And a t- trailer has come out about that. Yeah. So- I think it's going to be on Vicky next month. Maybe. I think I saw a tweet about that. It's a really cool premise. So hopefully it's like it's like the death note, but with love, I think. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. It's coming out on July 14th in Korea. So. uh, Damn. Like, and he's he's also I think he's also the second lead. Yeah. Why? Why do you doing this? Probably because they doubt their acting ability. But I mean, damn, like, come on. Like, if you're going to have an idol, wouldn't it, like, make sense to kind of, like, cast them as 
the the main guy so fans can kind of be like see themselves as the main girl or whatever like i think and we need to stop joking about nct not getting bitches because it's translating into real life i don't like that i mean i never subscribed to that especially given the amount of aquarians that are in nct have y'all dated aquarius men because i have and they will ruin your fucking life so there's no way they're not getting bitches (laughs) i have not but johnny looking forward to it um this is why i fought my jaehyun bias for so long because i don't trust aquarius men i don't trust y'all damn okay (laughs) Let me go date an Aquarius. I need to know what you're talking about. Let me go ruin my life real quick. Here, I'll give you I'll give you the rundown. It's because Aquarian men have this like no feelings and no attachment vibe. So they can just dead like dead zone you emotionally at any time. For no reason. Just cuz they're tired of you. And I just, no. Mm-mm. The way you just described me in a romantic relationship is kind of crazy. So, um. Yeah, I don't live that life. I, um, my Venus is in Capricorn, so I love really hard. So I can't. My Venus is also in Capricorn and I do not. You're dead inside then. It's just you. <laughs> it is just, I think it is just me. <laughs> yeah, I've been told I... I'm very business-like in relationships. Maybe some, maybe someone could like change that in the future. But when I'm tired, I it's off. Like it's done. But I don't mean that like reasonable moments of wanting to be alone or needing alone time. I mean no, like it's... unreasonable, random, like. Yes. Like the Aquarius man that I had a little situationship with, basically because I annoyed him because I pointed out something that he was absolutely wrong about, he picked a fight with me, then hung up on me, and then refused to talk to me for a month. <laughs> That's not funny, but I've done that before. And you were in the wrong. I I know. I know I'm in the wrong. And I went to therapy. But. Y'all avoidant attachment people. I can't. I I don't know what else to do. I'm going to therapy. But I think it's also. Like. I haven't been in a relationship in a while. I think it also. People like me. And people like him. Like people like that. Or Aquarius. I think emotionally there's a lot of growing up to do which I realized um and it's kind of a thing where you're kind of like I have to be right in an emotional way all the time does that make sense like my feelings are always right in that situation even though that's almost never true do you know what I mean you're so toxic Kat I didn't know this about you. Only to men. (laughs) I mean, that's fair. I think the reason why I don't care in your case is because it's toward men and they always deserve to eat shit in a way. Yeah. And it's 
it's something like I mean now, like I don't do not just turning to relationship talk. Sorry, like me now, I'm primarily not like that anymore. Like I actively try to like work against that and show people the compassion that they deserve, even though you're a man and I think you deserve nothing. But you know, um, so that's something that people can get over. But I do think I do see so i actually know an aquarius fan and there are those tendencies that you're describing so i just i just think that i personally and this is not to like brag or anything but also i've been in therapy for five years almost and so the emotional immaturity i just can't take it anymore yeah but it's you you also have to let people grow grow up. Like they might not be at the stage where you need them to be. Yeah, and that means that we're just not compatible. Yeah, and that's that be- fine. Yeah, maybe in ten years, <laughs> call me in maybe ten years. Maybe in ten years, honestly, because I have been self interrogating and self introspecting myself to death since like age twenty one. So. At this point, I can't. I can't help y'all. Yeah. <laughs> At this point, like, y'all, y'all fix it yourself. I'm done. Bye. Listen. Go to therapy, as you said. Work on yourself. Introspect. Recognize when something is activating your avoidant attachment style, and work against it. Me, yeah. however, I can't do it no more. If I can tell that you're having your avoidance activated because you're afraid of intimacy and I tell you that and that makes you even more mad, I can't help you. Well, yeah. No one likes to be told that they're somehow broken. It's not even like being broken, though. It's just a thing. I'm telling you how someone with that mindset would perceive that and then because I have a lot of fire in my chart, I'm like, well, fuck you. Oh, no, cat, No. <laughs> Am I triggering your avoidant attachment in our friendship oh, no. right now? So you know what's funny? In regards to, like, friendship and family, I'm the complete opposite. Like, completely the opposite. I don't know. Maybe it's trauma. <laughs> Oh it's, God! It's always trauma. It's always. I think it might be trauma because, like, with my friends and like, like I love you so much, and I love every. Like, I would do anything for if you're my friend or my family member. As soon, but like, if it's a dude, and as soon as it turns romantic, I'm like, I don't want. <laughs> Anyways, moving on. Yeah, that's some uh, attachment trauma for sure. Um, but I'm yeah, call my therapist. Work, work on yourselves. <laughs> let me let me set an appointment. NCT would want y'all to do that. Uh, <laughs> um, maybe speak- I shouldn't. Like, not that I would ever have the chance. Maybe I shouldn't like date Johnny. <laughs> I would just imagine it's just, just two people. Actually, the irony is that I bet that Johnny's a like full simp, and you would break his heart. Actually, I feel like I'd get annoyed so fast. So so fast, you're probably right. I'd probably be like, you know what? 
I thought this was going to be one thing. I can't breathe. That's you. (laughs) Every day. day. It's just, what are you doing? Where are you going? How is it going? Always asking me questions. I can't breathe. That was literally me and the group chat, what, two weeks ago? Okay, but that guy was insecure, though. But still, it's like, I I was talking to my roommate about it, and he was like, it's not as bad as you're making it out to me. I'm like, I don't want to talk to this person anymore. It's every day, good morning. Leave me alone. <laughs> Anyways, go to therapy. Oh my god. Um, hopefully, hopefully y'all are not annoyed that we just spent <laughs> talking about relationships uh moving right along the way i just like turned off any guy listening to this that (laughs) i'm so sorry pick someone else (laughs) no that's just making me think of that uh what does that mean pick something else pick someone else pick someone else pick someone else sorry (laughs) Okay. Anyways, uh, okay, moving of, on. Speaking of Jaehyun, Jaehyun also managed to fly in and out of Europe real quick for the Prada Milan show. And he mingled amongst, you know, the high fashion folks. And uh, Jeff Goldblum. And Jeff Goldblum, which hilarious memes came out of that because imagine Jaehyun meeting Jeff Goldblum and having to explain to him what the fuck NCT is. I. When Fucking I saw hilarious. that, I Top roared. I scre- the scream I scram when <laughs> I saw that. I was like, yo, imagine. You're like, oh, what do you do? Oh, I'm, I'm a singer, like a K-pop singer. Oh, what group are you in? NCT. Oh, what are they like? Well, in 2018, Lisa <laughs> decided, oh, my God, imagine Honestly, if I was Jaehyun, I would just be like, I'm in NCT 127, and we make, like, hip-hop, R&B, pop music. Yeah. I wouldn't I wouldn't even simple. bother. I wouldn't even bother trying to explain the NCT concept. Keep it simple. Imagine Jaehyun with a chart in his pocket. Doyoung would do that. Doyoung would do that. NCT's main representative, he would do that. Oh, my God. But Jaehyun was looking good he posted like a, a little reel on instagram of like all the different stuff that he was doing i was like i just want to be there with you i don't even let me not say anything bad about a country but i would love to be there with you yeah, yeah. i'm definitely feeling the go on vacation in europe with your hot boyfriend Right? Wasn't that real? It's like if Jaehyun was your boyfriend and you went on vacation in Europe, that's the real that you would have. I just, I was just like, let me, let's go eat pasta like in Milan. You know, shout out to fucking Serena Williams' husband who actually flew her the fuck out to eat pasta in Italy when she said she was craving pasta. Lord, I see what you've done for others. Literally. Literally. Um, but yeah, you can check those out on Instagram and also uh, they were uploaded to TikTok as well. Uh, touring info. Uh, 
127, Singapore on deck. Unfortunately, Utah will not be there because he was recently diagnosed diagnosed with the fucking COVID virus. Mm. Once again, fuck you to COVID and all her friends. Please yeah. leave. Yeah. Uh, I but, think, didn't they just, that was today, right? Like they just landed this morning or something. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, that's Cause, intense. Because aside, I saw a really cute story uh, of one in Citizen saying that uh, the airport security said, oh, so many people have this thing that you have today. What is it? And it, it was, of course, the NCT light stick. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was cute. That is cute. That's what I lo- see. Those little moments like that where I can feel like you know the the joy of the k-pop community instead of it being the fucking scum on of the earth most of the time i enjoy those moments me too but there are way too few and far between i know these days so like i just that the super m tour was so fun i have never had more fun online or offline with k-pop like community wise than super m time it, super m really did bring everyone together yeah at least everyone who wasn't hating ass bitches anyway but even like at that point even though people were like hate like a majority of people were like hating super m blah 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 like i feel like the good stuff just outweighed everything else Mm-hmm. Like there was, was so, way more good moments. So much joy, just so many moments. I just everybody in my row was all so sweet to each other. Yeah. Talking, everybody was like talking about, oh, you know, I'm, I, I bias Kai or I bias Bacon or you know, and then of course my entire row was Shawals because of course, Shawals have all the money, so of yeah. course we all had front row because. We're fucking shawls <laughs> and uh, also just seeing like i i went to the um seattle show and everybody around me had more than one light stick like we were all multis like i had my shiny light stick obviously i had super m light stick and i had my nct light stick and i had the wave like we all <laughs> had yes. a bunch of light sticks it was literally like everybody coming together and that was that was incredible honestly i just need us to be at an nct concert together finally to culminate in this podcast well if somebody would drop the date i know set the dates set the dates i mean nct dream dropped their dates for the beginning of their tour so yeah that was the other update that i was gonna bring up uh NCT dream tour the dream show 2 in a dream will be at the end of this july um and there will be an online concert that you can check out if you are unable to ever attend or you're like really into online concerts because unfortunately for myself i will not watch a single another online concert i'm over it i think the last one i watched was the the tokyo dome one um that for 127 and even during that i'm like oh my god i'm like okay i need i need like an offline concert asap and i mean i think we might get 
an opportunity to see NCT. It depends before they get like their own world world tour. It depends if the SMCU decides to add US dates. I don't know if that'll happen, but yeah. <sighs> Anyways, here's hoping. <laughs> here's hoping. Um, uh, also, NC- speaking of NCT Dream, uh, Five Dream recently hit up the Alabank Festival, um, mm-hmm. which there's a YouTube video that you can check that out on. Um, and uh, that's about it before we start talking about Taeyong and mention literally no one else. So yeah. unless you have oh, something. One more thing about Dream. They will be at KCON LA. Five It'll likely be five dream, yeah. Because Mahe will be at the SMCU concert in Japan with one two seven. I'm assuming. I don't know if they've invented teleportation and we just don't know. Lee Suman is a crafty son of a bitch. I mean, he's a great person. I, I <laughs> I'm so sorry. I was about to say, like, um, you might be careful there. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Um, he's a genius who might have invented teleportation, so who knows? Uh, but yeah, if you're going to KCON, enjoy Five Dream. Um, they're still really good as Five, so agree. You know, whatever. All right, we're going to segue now into Taeyong time because the next few updates are about Taeyong, and then we're just going to get into the songs that we picked for today. So obviously, Taeyong, happy birthday! Ooh. Uh. Is he 28 today? 27? You're asking me to do math? 27. Okay. I was like, I was like, he's I, I want to say he's 27 or 28. That's 27. Um, but yes, our boo-boo is now 27 years old. Sometimes I'd be forgetting that we're not that much older than Hyung Line. Cause sometimes it feels like they're so distantly yeah. young. Mm-hmm. Um, especially because of Dream, but it's like, oh wait, no, Taeyong is like in our age bracket. <laughs> yeah, it's just there's such a there's such a wide range of there's 23. Oh my god, there's such a wide range of ages. Like sometimes when they're all together, I forget like how close in age, um, like Kun is to like the older members. For some reason, because he debuted later, I think he's younger than he actually is. Yeah. And then it's, the fucking brats of Wavy have all convinced him that he's ancient. That he's it, yeah, and it's weird because when like he's in Wavy, I'm like, okay, I know his age. But when he's with the total NCT lineup, I'm like, wait, wait, hold on. And then Jaehyun too, I forget. Like he was the youngest for a long time. I mean, but, I still don't know if I believe that Jaehyun was born in 1997, but whatever. Listen, but um. <laughs> Still don't know. Listen, I'll say this. I'll believe y'all. Y'all say that. But if it ever comes out, I'm going to not be surprised. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, me either. But there's just, like, with T.Y., sometimes I forget he's younger than Tail. Like, sometimes I'm just like, wait, he's the leader, yes, but he's younger than Tail. Tail is the oldest. And then it's Johnny. And then I also forget that Johnny is literally the second oldest member in NCT until I see him with like other NCT members and Johnny will give them that look. And people are like, oh, because he's bigger and he's tall. I'm like, no, y'all. We all forget that he's the second oldest at NCT. He's also young. Yeah. Like he, he 
demands that sort of respect. So well, they do. There is that running joke that uh, Taeyong is NCT's mom and Johnny is NCT's dad. True. So that sort of fits there. Because you know Taeyong will spoil everyone and be very caring and sweet, whereas like Johnny is like tighten this shit up, mm-hmm. tighten it up, going like, too far. I'm the fun dad until you push me a little bit too far. Yeah. True. Especially if Taeyong complains about something. Oh, if Taeyong yeah. complains about something, Jonathan Andrew Su- I don't know. <laughs> Jonathan <laughs> not, Su- not his government. <laughs> is right there every time. Oh, your knee hurts? Sit down. Baby, I got you. Mm. Like, they just have that energy. And I'm just like, again, Lord, I see what you've done for us. Please, they really are a mom and dad in that way. Cause he, the way he be carrying Taeyong, mm-hmm. it's like Taeyong, second strongest member of NCT, and then at the same time, anytime Johnny appears, it's like, oh, can you hold my bags for me? Can you reach this? Can you grab this? It's like I'm so I'm so tiny. I'm suddenly so little. I I I'm I just, baby. Exactly, I'm boo boo. Literally, I'm boo boo. Open this for me. He's oh my so... god! Not Taeyong being a pygmy girl. <laughs> oh, the duality of Taeyong, of course, makes sense because who else acts this way? Taemin. That's I, that's very true. Taemin is like a demon, and then all of a sudden, the shiny members. It's like. The babiest of the baby. Baby cheese, literally. Baby cheese, literally. Oh my god. But they encourage it, so. Yeah. I mean, the same thing with NCT. Like, yeah. Johnny would would fight someone, so. I think Utah also, like, encourages it, too. Not that, like, he's in, like, involved, involved in that dynamic, but I feel like he, like, eggs Johnny on <laughs> in yeah. certain situations. And I'm like, you three... Your very ninety-five line is very important to me, and it makes sense. Uh, other Taeyong updates, other than obviously his birthday and the lavish birthday ads provided by Taeyong Fs, who will continue to be incredible gift givers. Uh, Taeyong will be hosting a new TV show called Anybody Can Dance. Mm-hmm. Um, so go Taeyong, booked and busy. Um, to the people who complained about him not being at the Celine show, after what we saw, are you really mad? Are you really mad that he wasn't there? Are you? Exactly. And then also, let's just talk about this. Like, I don't know. Like, I, yes, we want all the opportunities for Taeyong and our boo-boo. I want him to do everything he possibly can that he wants to do within his capacity. Love that for him. I didn't know Celine has shooters because Celine is not, a great brand like they've it's like they're straight up racist they've been straight up racist towards black models for a very very long time like there's a reason why i don't buy celine and it's because of that like they've they're not socially like they're not a great brand they had to like be completely revived because they were literally a dying house like i don't know if y'all know this and maybe you should kind of do research into the things that you want our idols to be associated with. 
See, like, you you took like a very practical approach. I'm just like, do y'all realize who else was there? I don't want Taeyong nowhere fucking near those two fandoms. I mean, especially true. because y'all hoes will be ready and trended it for almost an entire year that he was a bully. Yeah. So, nope. I'm good. I'm glad that Taeyong was not there. That too. But also, those ugly ass sweaters. <laughs> and that's the other thing too. I feel like I see everybody complain when he wears Celine stuff saying it's ugly. So what, like... It's not, I don't know. Manager stands. I, I need y'all to whenever y'all get ready to complain about mismanagement, I need y'all to think like 10 more steps strategically before you complain. And because do your research, like it's not hard, like to, if you're going to complain, at least be right. You know? Yep. I Cause pers- like I said at the beginning, personally, I'm glad he wasn't there. That would have been a bad look in a lot of different ways. So Yeah. And here's the other thing I felt about it too, which is that modeling is not top priority for Taeyong as well. You, of course, because people in NCD always got to fight each other. I saw a lot of uh, Valentine's saying shit about this because Jaehyun got to go to Milan. And I'm just like, but Jaehyun cares more about fashion and clothes than like, Taeyong does like obviously Taeyong loves fashion but I don't think he likes modeling yeah I agree I feel like Taeyong would have been like more promoted for modeling had he really really wanted to do it because he let's be real he has the look his fucking face card will never decline on even a horrible no lip filler day so <laughs> so i think that um he's happy where he is and if he does want if like truly he does want to do like stuff like this in modeling i hope it's with a different brand and i hope it's something that he can do like a collaboration with like kai did or so, like something like that something like yeah honestly if mm-hmm. we're gonna be real for real taeyong's a little bit too good for celine any my foot is too good for Celine. Let's start there. <laughs> so there, there we go. And this is no shade to the uh, the other idols who were at the show. Um, yeah. shout out to you, Lisa. But like, Lisa looks fab. That yellow dress on Lisa. Ooh. Okay. Anyways, she looks um, great. I have always gotten the sense that Taeyong's priority with his career, his music making. So him. Yeah. I feel like any sort of fashion ventures he might make will always kind of be deprioritized. And considering the timing of the schedule, which everyone says, oh, SM did that on purpose. Like, what was they supposed to do? Like, not have a 127 concert at all so that he could go? Like, do you know what I was down? That was an issue? Yeah. You're no, y'all were a concert tour. Okay, I I have I don't have words. Okay, okay, great. 
What yeah, the fuck? I can I can read you the tweet if you want. Sure. Let me open it up. It's now clear that Taeyong was meant to be at Celine for the 26th June, and SM went and booked the Osaka concerts the same day. Hence, plans fell apart, as Taeyong stated in his lives. Utter negligence. Do you all know how far in advance concerts like this have to be planned and worked on? And an entire team of people have to be hired and work on this. That's like saying, I, I canceled prom. Oh, I didn't. I can't believe they scheduled prom on the same day that I had to go get married. What the fuck? <laughs> I'm so good. Tara, stop. <laughs> I told you, you are so lucky that you have meticulously you know curated but also i'm messy so people will send me bullshit because they know that i will respond (laughs) um so that's the other thing because they know that you're just more likely to like block or whatever whereas i'm more likely to quote retweet that's true (laughs) but your point about logistics why the fuck would sm send Taeyong to a fashion show in which he probably would have had to pay for all of the, his shit versus having him work by going to a concert and performing. Y'all not making sense business wise here. Like and also you like you think that the scale of a concert is so insane compared to someone attending a fashion show. It's so, like, it's not even, I was going to say apples and oranges, but one's not even a fruit. It's like apples and airplanes. What? Literally. Because, I'm sorry, like, and we, I talk about this on the Shiny Print a lot, which is the value of a music show is pretty much null at a certain point in your career, and you're only doing it so that fans can enjoy it. You're not doing it for any other benefit, because your exposure already maxed out people are going to come to your or check for your comeback already there's no need to promo on music shows at a certain point so like with this fashion thing what real tangible benefits would he have gotten out of that versus going and performing at the concert absolutely none like none none because whatever exposure or whatever that y'all are looking for he's already getting that on tiktok like famous people famous producers are constantly talking about how much they want to work with taeyong and be on whatever solo projects and also like concert like tours like this hat like and concert dates like these are very limited special things that happen milan fashion week happens every fucking year if he can't go to like regardless if it's Celine or regardless if it's whatever he can be invited to other shows we're gonna have new york fashion week in september like it's the math isn't mathing for me and i don't know how you the whoever tweeted this and the people that agreed got this like how they came up with this like are there things that sm does that 
I'm like, what the fuck? Like, that doesn't make sense. This is not one of those times. Yeah, it really isn't. And that goes back to my original point, which is manager stands. If you're going to be this way, I want you to think 10 steps more critically before you hold an opinion. Because the whole thing about actually managing an artist is recognizing that not every opportunity that is provided to you is going to be a beneficial one. Yeah. Very true. That's why actors turn down roles all the time. That's why people turn things down that, you know, that's why Beyonce literally got gets demos all the time, all the time from everyone on Earth. Why would she fucking use every single one of them? That's how y'all sound with this kind of stuff. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I'm so glad I didn't see that on the timeline because I probably would have just shut off the internet. Also, there's a very good chance that they did offer him an invitation, and he said, "No, I don't really want to do that." Also, yeah, he was probably like, "I'm the leader of this group. I should probably be at this concert for my fans." Like, you know, maybe, maybe you know, he has a sense of leadership. Because if you really think about it, there has been concerts without Taeyong. So it is possible to do. So he could have, if he wanted to, technically really could have gone. uh, But he didn't because it wouldn't have been beneficial. I'm sorry. Like, I don't see the benefit. I think manager stands, the thing that bothers me about them the most is that they take away the person that they're fighting for they take away their autonomy to make their own decisions and it's kind of it's kind of insane it's like you're fighting so hard for something that this person could have very much said they don't want to do or want to be there or have anything to do with like these people regardless of their company and contracts if they have a chance to state their opinion and say no I don't want to do this they're gonna take advantage of that and say I would rather do this over this like they're human beings they can say no and they can not want to do everything that's offered to them. I hope that's clear. I hope it's clear that idols are humans to everybody. Yeah. It's truly unfortunate that the system of K-pop unfortunately really creates these, these perspectives that they're not human and that they're controlled by their label see that's the other thing that really bothers me when this stuff comes up especially when it comes to people like Taeyong and Taemin is like how do you stand one of the most creative people but doubt every creative decision they make like make it make sense Y'all need to learn from G-Dragon stands because they know what time it is when it comes to G-Dragon's choices. You do not see them going like, why is he doing that? Why are you doing that? Like, shut up. It's stupid. Let them do what they want to do. And if you don't like it, unstand. Honestly, that's like you don't like how something's being done or handled in your eyes, literally understand. Like, it's that easy. You can walk away. I don't know if everyone's aware. You can literally walk away from this. 
I know at the end of the day, yeah. if, like, something happens and, like, I just don't want to be into K-pop or into NCT or Shiny or whatever, I can literally walk away. Like, no one's holding me here. Certainly not I, because <laughs> if you, if if someone were tracking my content hours the past month, uh, Dead by Daylight is number one. <laughs> <laughs> Like, Dead by Daylight, number one. In fact, there are only... Was it even two? Yeah, there are only two K-pop artists in my listens this month. So, no, oh. only one. Oh, shit. So, Follow Tara on Twitch. <laughs> Not yet. I still have to start actually streaming. But uh... Just kidding. <laughs> We'll let you know. <laughs> yeah, but as far as activity goes, I've every day is DVD. Um, but anyways, everybody chill the fuck out and love Taeyong or Unstand. So let's get into these songs. Yeah. Uh, I tr- I try to order them uh, by release date, and since mm-hmm. technically we heard GTA at the concerts, let's just start there. Yes. Um, what a wild time. I just, seeing Taeyong do GTA live at the Super M concert. I personally wasn't prepared. Why did I not think I was a Taeyong? <laughs> Honestly, truly, like, why did I think after watching that, that I was any sort of okay? Tell me. Because, goddamn. I think so. I had slowly started becoming a Taeyong F uh, that year prior to Super M's debut. It was first because I really liked uh, Long Flight, and then um, I was like always checking for him in 127 stuff. And then his teasers for Super M dropped, and I'm like, yeah, I think I'm in love with this man. <laughs> And then GTA the performance, I was so shocked at how good the song was. I'm like, wait, this is a bump? Hold on! Hold on! It's so good. First of all, let's start from the instrumental. Fabulous instrumental. I don't know who, like, composed this. Like, wow, amazing. And then Taeyong does this thing where he just sounds so comfortable in what he's like singing or saying or rapping or whatever that's this entire song like he is in this he is in gta he's in this song and even through the live performance like you could tell how confident he was performing this song i don't know how long he had this like on the back burner before he released it but wow like wow yeah, I I think he might Oh, oh, Royal Dive. Okay. I was oh, okay. like I need to find some uh <laughs> need to find some production notes cuz technically theoretically he is lead producer writer on these, obviously. Mm-hmm. That's right. why they're on his SoundCloud. Um but I like you said it's like was there anyone else? It's a, it was Royal Dive. I just looked it up. Um but yeah, 
Taeyong, that level. So this is the thing that I talked about when I did my uh, deep dive explanation on why Top is a great rapper. But basically, being comfortable with any kind of beat is key to being a versatile rapper. So like K-pop rappers, most of the time, they're just kind of saying words really fast. Obviously, that's not the case with Taeyong because of his comfort with all kinds of different styles. So that comfort is allows for that like swag that you hear on a song like GTA. And also, of course, the fucking performance of GTA with the mask and the gloves and the shopping cart and the shopping cart really chef's kiss honestly I still again I still remember being like having the time of my life when his solo started at the Supreme concert everyone lost it everyone absolutely lost their shit during this I just I think this song will always be like top tier Taeyong track for me like I love Long Flight and I love Monroe and I love Rose like obviously but for some reason GTA maybe it is because I saw it live and it made a really big impression but just like I said the instrumental the way his voice sounds when he's really comfortable in something he puts this bass in his voice that I don't know who allowed him to do that I don't Um, either and it's It's disrespectful (laughs) It's that uh that that growl. Yes. Growl. Yes. Like there's something extra there that he has like and I just am so I I think for most of the performance I was probably just standing there with my mouth open the entire time. Um I probably looked like that infamous uh gif of uh LeBron James. Yeah. Vibing. That's what I was doing. Same. Same. <laughs> because it it's just, it's so good. And I'm so happy that, you know, he was able, first of all, I'm so happy that he has a SoundCloud and I'm so happy that he's able to release these things through SoundCloud because for so long, we were all screaming for a studio version of GTA because it was such a good song. Oh, and yeah. I think, this. I was personally offended by the lack of studio version. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm so happy that he was like, yeah, like let's, he fought for it to be released. And damn, this song, this is on my workout playlist. <laughs> it's a good, it is a good fast paced, like builds up song. It really is. I love the chorus so much. Like, if I could have that chorus on, like, an hour loop, there's probably a YouTube video of that. Now that I think about it. Um, I <laughs> GTA for one hour. <laughs> GTA for one hour, honestly. Make sure you put Taeyong, though, because if you'll get, like, uh, Grand Theft Auto Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'll just get sounds of, like, gunshots for an hour. Yep. And, like, car crashes for an hour. Jesus. Um, but, yeah, love GTA. It's top tier for me. Amongst, like nct solo songs it's one of three and it's not two or three (laughs) yeah gta is so infectious it's so fun the instrumental fucking goes off 
it's a jam um there's obviously a second version of gta uh i don't ah, i think he tried some interesting things there but i still think the first version is more complete as a song yeah i think gta 2 is a good continuation like it's i think it's a good part two um but it didn't have as much of an impact as the first one you yeah. know like if he would have released this like without the title of gta like i would have been like okay it's a different song i i like it or whatever but because it's attached to like the whole gta thing i'm like the first one was a lot better yeah i think he kind of was a little bit in his uh dim joints bag with some of the uh like softer sounding portions mm-hmm. of gta 2 mm-hmm. like you know how uh all of the bridges on songs like uh obsession dcm even sticker mm-hmm. how they all have that like like very beautiful quality to them mm-hmm. in comparison to like the rest of the song i feel like there are some points in gta 2 that do that but i think as you said and as i said before gta 1 really is kind of the quintessential yeah i really wish he would have just been like this is a this is a completely different other song because it, objectively it's good um i tend personally i do y'all know this i tend to go for like softer sounding songs um but gta one just goes so hard like i'm sorry (laughs) it does and man i just can't wait for the taeyong solo it's gonna be great it's listen we will never shut up when taeyong gets his girls honestly i cannot wait for the taeyong solo and for the amount of producers who have expressed interest in making songs with him yeah seriously it's gonna be he's gonna have his pick of the litter like he's just gonna have like all this great stuff and it's gonna be a great album i'm so excited i will say though um instrumental wise i kind of like gta 2's instrumental a little bit more yeah it has that piano yeah (laughs) i'm glad you know (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> i do like it a little bit more but i like the overall more on gta one but still yeah. both very good it almost feels like gta one is a song and gta two is like an interlude true yeah maybe you should taeong let me build your album real quick um maybe you should have gta two as an interlude <laughs> i mean I I would I would dig it as an interlude, um, yeah. personally. But uh, yeah, GTA, an experience. Uh, the next song is a fan favorite, Blue. Oh, Blue! I love when Taeyong sings. <laughs> yeah, the first thought that I heard when I heard Blue was, "We do love when Taeyong starts crooning." Mm. <laughs> My baby, my baby, 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 baby. <laughs> He's so cute. Anyways, um, I love when I love how he starts off the song. I love that it's light. 
And this song is kind of like, if I wanted to like lay in the grass and stare at the sky for a few hours, this is what would be playing, to be honest, the entire time for six hours straight. Let me find that YouTube video of Lou for six hours. Yeah, the lyrics are really special for this. You can mm. sense that, you know, he was in a certain kind of, you know, lower mood when he made it. Yeah. Um, and that's kind of expressed in the, in the soundscape itself, which is mm -hmm. very soft, obviously. Yeah. Honestly, I feel like this is very um, on trend for like the current songscape of just pop music in general. Because uh, we're all fucking sad as shit. Yeah. <laughs> you know who would do a great remix of this? Who? Frank Ocean. Listen here, Frank. <laughs> I'm. Let me DM him this SoundCloud link real quick. Cause you know that's the that song kind of reminds me yeah. of Frank a little bit in yeah. the sense of like that nostalgia or nostalgic feeling of the song. Yeah. And uh, I somebody tweeted recently that like. They listened to three songs from Blonde in a row and they started crying. And I'm like, Honestly, I could listen. I cannot listen to Blonde unless I am in like I'm alone in my room and ready to just destroy my own life. I ca I can't do it. My cousin was my cousin was here with her friends the other day and they were playing it and I was like, hey. Um, if you need anything, I'll be in my room. I put my AirPods in and turned off and turned on the noise cancellation because I was on the brink. I was walking down the hallway <laughs> with tears in my eyes. Oh no! <laughs> I was like, if you need anything, guys, I, I would be in, I would be in my room. Have fun. Bye. Like, but yeah, this would definitely like be like a really cool the thing to do one two punch that's like Siegfried and uh godspeed from blonde jesus christ blue is like like a song like that yeah um the reason why i bring up frank ocean is because i feel like and this is me being an actual critical fan of taeyong is that the production is a little immature I think I agree. It's obviously like a, an unfinished song in a way um, that was released purely on like this is my emotions, this is how I feel, and I know that some stands get mad and they're just like, no, but it was perfect. You can't criticize it, <laughs> but like uh, I personally think that. Taeyong is improving as a producer and I think it's important to be critical of things that you love because otherwise they just end up making really horrible shit forever um, see that one group uh, 
but so like i said the production is a little bit immature in a way that frank ocean obviously is not therefore i think taeyong can take a song like blue and you know build off of it and make it into something more polished and you know less sort of straightforward uh because the song doesn't have much in it also yeah the instrumental is pretty repetitive mira would hate this yeah mira would hate this (laughs) Welcome to our corner, aka Mira would hate this. Today we give you Taeyong's Blue. Yeah. Again, not a bad song at all. I see he was going for something that obviously works and has worked for other people. I just think it isn't quite there yet. It needs a little bit more uh, tinkering and mm. more interesting things on the instrumental itself. Lyrics and singing wise, I think he did great. I think um, he, I completely agree with what you're saying. Um, I think if he goes back and like reworks like the, mostly the beginning of the song um, and like does some interesting things, because I think after the bridge, that last whole entire chorus section is basically it's the climax of the song and it's beautiful and it makes me want to run down you know the street at 3 a.m um and but it's in slow-mo and you start screaming and shaking your hair everywhere yes that's exactly it like that's the emotion but the rest of the song doesn't necessarily do that um Mm. so if there was like a more a better build-up to that like you said, add more interesting things that way that this final half of the song is even more impactful. Um, I think that would be great, but I do really like, I love the lyrics to the song. I love when Taeyong sings. Some people don't like it and I don't understand why. Like, yes, he does have a unique vocal and that's not his primary thing, but for the songs that he produces and the music that he puts out, it works very well. I think he understands that he's not like a he's not the Beyonce, but he knows how to work his voice, and I appreciate that a lot. So yeah, yeah. The more I listen to it, the more I'm like, like so. The cinematic quality of this song is why I could perfectly envision like, okay, yeah cat running down the street of new york screaming shaking her hair in the wind slow-mo cut and it would be a great but the song that would obviously be like the climax portion whereas the beginning as you said is a little bit repetitive and pretty empty Mm. but it's empty in a not so good way like i think i think on a song comparatively to maybe Godspeed by Frank Ocean, it's bolstered because Frank is like a singer singer, whereas mm. Taeyong is not. Uh, mm. So he needs a little bit more help there anyway. Yeah. But overall, I don't think it's a bad song. I just think it's it needs work, but I do appreciate the sentiment and I appreciate uh, the lyrics and the you know emotional quality of it. Yeah, and you can hear his emotions in the song, which he's great at doing so happy about that it this is a very cinematic song like now that i think about it it is i could see it as like an ending credit thing or if this is like an indie movie and this is like the culmination or like the end of the movie before the screen goes black 
Like, or a trailer. This would be a good trailer song. This is definitely giving, like, indie romance. Coming of age. Definitely coming of age. Where some, like, moody-ass, like, guy who hates his life, manic pixie dream girl, changes his life. And, you know, he tries to get his shit together for her. Yeah. This is that. Oh, my God. This is that song. Maybe we're on to something. Listen, you know, I haven't had a lot of opportunities in life when it comes to film and television, but I do have a degree, so I am kind of good at this stuff. Tara, let's make a movie. Let's make a trailer about nothing, and it'll just all be like K-pop songs that we think are cinematic. That's a good playlist, though. I'm telling you. Ideas. Hire us, SM. I mean, honestly, no. I would probably do better than some of the stuff SM has turned out for music videos. Listen, that could Y'all be a whole gonna, episode. I'm going to go back. Like, I understand the utility of a box video because y'all want to be cheap. But how about you just do a box video instead of half assing a storyline in a box video? <sighs> the dissertations I could write yeah all right uh let's move to the next song which is the long awaited long desired super hype bake young shippers hold your breath uh monroe this is one of my favorite songs in the world in general i love this song so much first of all beckyan come on like hello vocals on vocals on vocals this is so well done and like i i'm not a baekhyun and taehyung shipper but i love their friendship and the fact that they could collaborate on this warms my heart so oh uh, when i say ships i mean like in a playful cute way and not, like, oh i've seen i've seen some fix okay i'm being very clear for a reason i've seen y'all y'all weirdos okay no king shaming to the fic writers okay y'all continue to write those <laughs> ships i'm just saying as like a ship of their friendship and that's okay. okay i'm glad they got to do this collab same i love them together honestly this should have been released with the mv and a station song and i'm so mad that they didn't do it because it's so good honestly i wouldn't be surprised if sm vetoed that yeah because Honestly. this song is a little bit too it's 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 got that unpolished effect that we talked about before mm. um and this is no shade to the production i think the production is quite good uh i just it's just like clear that this is something that sm would be like mm. but what's stopping them from being like okay great job let's polish it up a little bit have an MV and you know put it out you have two of the most popular members within their group and also in super m and you're not gonna do anything uh the republic of korean army called listen i would just like to say that they've served face for so many years they've served enough true (laughs) They've done enough. 
The way I'm so ready to break Beckyan and Taemin out of the barracks is, is unhealthy. It's so... You know, after the embarrassment that was Omarion and Ray J singing live, oh it's like, God. the world needs Baekhyun and Taemin to start singing, showing these fucking niggas and that, not let their voices go to shit. That versus was so bad. That was bad. That was really bad. And why Ray J had his... Let me... Had his son. <laughs> why he was yelling? Anyways. Um, Child a mess. <laughs> Uh, but beyond that, the things I really like about Monroe is the way that it fits Baekhyun's, you know, super R&B friendly voice. Um, also giving us, you know, some a, a good combo of singing and rapping, um, which is hard to do. And yeah. the... I don't know what that is in the gr background. I think it's a xylophone mix, maybe? I think but so. But I really like that as well. It makes the song really fun. Like, I just think this song is, like, really just, like, cute and fun. And yeah. I I think I haven't been listening to a lot of K-pop recently, to be honest. But this is, this is a song that always makes, when I get into these, like, K-pop slumps, this song always makes its way. <laughs> into a playlist for some reason um so yeah i like it i i think it's fun they both work well together taeyong is taeyong baekhyun is baekhyun you put them two together and you get great great things i just think on this song too like taeyong really understood the assignment when it comes to uh playing with melody mm. um cuz the melody is super pleasant throughout um and it's not boring either cuz he adds in the different instrumentation like not to i am not good at making songs y'all <laughs> i couldn't produce a song if my life depended upon it but i am a person who has spent the better half of their life listening to music and I did train somewhat <laughs> in singing so I have some knowledge so when I say this stuff I probably sound like I'm bullshitting but also I'm not <laughs> do you know what you're talking about let's be honest i know what i know what i'm talking about to a certain degree let's put it that way because one thing that and th they said this to us freshman year at nyu is that the reason why they require this this unit called writing the essay is that artists always need the ability to critique art even if it's not in their uh chosen um medium right so like if you go to nyu for like i did film and television writing or film and tv or photography or acting you have to take this class where they teach you how to critique art even if it's not a medium that you're necessarily trained in mm. and so with music that ended up being my thing because i <laughs> I suck at understanding like paintings and like uh, statues and shit like that, but 
I always got really good marks when I analyzed music. And I have a budding career in analyzing music because once upon a time I was a music journalist. So there you go. And that was Tara's resume. Please hire her. It's okay. I I got a good job. (laughs) (laughs) But I'm just saying, like, sometimes I feel like I'm talking out of my ass, so I have to also remind myself of my own credentials. Mm. And that was one of those moments. Uh, But yeah, Monroe is a good song. I would love if they repurposed it for his album and we got a nice little MV. I I need that music video. I'm sorry. I need it. I don't know. I, it is what it is. I want a music video of T.Y. and Baekhyun. Thank you. I would also love a little for them to make the lyrics a little cleaner at the end mm. um, instead of just being like the burn, 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 whatever. Yeah. Um, but other than that, solid good song that I really yeah. liked. Yeah. I think the things that we're talking about, like the roughness and some of like, not mistakes, but like the unfinished aspect of these things, I kind of like because this seems more personal to TY than having mm-hmm. like super mm-hmm. polished like tracks. Like these are actual like works in progress and things that he's actively working on. And I I really love that for him. Yeah, it is a really nice way to create um connections to the fans. Because mm-hmm. you really do get to see him grow as an artist through these like you know rough tracks honestly Mm. which as a person who is always really interested in the creation process uh of any kind of thing i think it's really interesting yeah all right uh the last song of the today i can't even speak because (laughs) the last song itself is just already fucking too much. Uh, it's the recent released on his uh, YouTube TY track. Uh, it's Ghost. <sighs> Can't even speak, right? I um the the lyrics to this are out of pocket. The way he looks in this all leather suit out of pocket. Them leather pants, child! <laughs> to quote Hazel. Literally. I... Yeah. Red, tight leather. Whoever did that, you deserve a race. I'm just... I Let me be honest before I start speaking. I did not like this when I first heard it. I thought it was very boring. Um, and I attribute that to the fact that when I heard it, I was in the middle of meeting. <laughs> um, so was I really paying attention? No. But I think the fact that it's a kind of simple song um, and it is a little bit repetitive. Welcome to another... Mira's corner. Mira would hate this. Um, the song is a little bit repetitive, but I think that just kind of allows him to kind of go easy on, you know, singing and really perform this song because 
this performance sometimes i'd be forgetting i'd be forgetting this is a performance song by the way like i think i think the reason this was released as a video and not just as the track itself is important yeah i do be forgetting sometimes that taehyung is taehyung and he is a performer first and foremost because i was just like what the fuck like taehyung first of all relax we get it um but yeah that was that was like my first reaction I was like this is kind of boring and repetitive um, i didn't have that reaction because i was in bed you know just oh hey there's a new song let me just uh um he's in bed oh he's on the ground oh uh all these these lyrics are um uh Yep. and then of course immediately i saw the red and black and i was like taman put you up to this huh (laughs) he called from the barracks and was like listen i'm gonna need you to give the girl something i'm gonna need you to give our girl something yeah in my little like you know delulu you know fantasy mind this was Taman's gift to me because he can't be here. <laughs> he wow. Said, he said his body just like here. I know you love Taeyong too. Enjoy my love. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> like I said, obviously this is a delusion and I don't want people to take this the wrong way. I'm not dismissing Taeyong's talent in any way, shape, or form. I'm actually saying of obviously this man is great if he's reminding me of Taemin, yeah. my number one alt, who I... Mm. <laughs> but Taeyong's sexiness is often forgotten when, you know, he's out here being a princess lovely fairy (laughs) you are my lovely fairy i need your love dictionary literally went from that to fucking talking about going all night and shit like going all night doing what what pictionary scrabble um and then another game and then the hands and then the you know touch touch and hug me Huh? He says a a lot of things. He doesn't say only touch and hug me. He says, um, like, touch me, squeeze me, fill me up, essentially. That's what he's... I... When I looked up the lyrics, I was like, I'm never looking up Taeyong's lyrics ever again. Ever, ever again. Because that's too much. Someone did say after Whiplash the the horror agenda has always been present we just always forget about it because he's cute that's true that's very true i just when i like fully paid attention to this performance i was like i was just blown away I, like yeah ty is my 127 bias and I paid attention to him a lot, but there are just some little things that he does when he performs that I think people don't talk about enough. Like, he's a great dancer, but the way he moves his body, like, his body lines, 
and the things that he pays attention to incredible to me like i like i'm not a dancer i like to dance but i'm not a dancer and like the way he thinks about things i'm just like thank you bodily by the way for this choreography um and having him crawl on the floor that was great um thank but you the way he for many things honestly the way he does it doesn't read overly sexual like you know what i mean Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's just wow it's, yeah it it's because the choreography itself isn't overdone in terms of right. like sensuality right like it's still a very hard-hitting choreo in, in a lot of ways um especially the little like breakdown bridge section of the song mm-hmm. um he you know is like hitting these these uh angles sharply and you know that stuff takes intent i think i'll say this taeyong f lore is to know that day one this man could not dance at all <laughs> That's, and i'm like as performance and performance goes by i believe that less and less and less because his level of dancing is kind of like i don't believe that like how do you go from nothing to this? And that's lore. So obviously there are, you know, things that you can point to and say, oh, yeah, I can see that. However, I think Taeyong is a perfect example of someone who loved something so much that he became good at it. And I think he loves performing and dancing so much that he may have started out rough, but now he's like dance line. Yeah. And it's, and he's in super M. I'm going to keep saying this. People who come out of the woodworks to try to debate for, for reasons that are obvious to everyone who hasn't been under a rock when it comes to NCT in the last eight months, try to debate who else could have been in super M and y'all be putting people who are not good enough dancers. Like, there is a reason there is a reason that everybody in Super M's dancing ability was up to a certain par. Excluding Baekhyun only because those fucking vocals were literally the backbone of the group. Mm-hmm. So stop stop the cap. <laughs> <laughs> because I adore lots of other members of NCT, but they're not, they would not be able to survive the dropping choreo. And that's just facts. Yeah. And it is what it is. I know everybody wants to have their, you know, I want my member X, Y, and Z, but like, let's be, let's be real. And I gotta say, aside from the obvious star appeal that Taeyong had as the leader and face of NCT, his dancing literally another reason he he was there yep yep and face card never declined so <laughs> get into it <laughs> it's true listen if i look like ty i would never shut up I whenever I'm like bored on Twitter, I'll go through my bookmarks and I always go back to that uh, Taeyong uh, Sav- Savage uh, 
Savage compilation and mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. Bitch, that bitch of a problem is so it's just like his face. Oh it's just he was what a what a man. What what a man. What a mighty good man. What a man, what a mighty good man. There y'all go. That's y'all next uh Taeyong edit free of charge. <laughs> Someone do that right now. He just looks so good. Like I remember at the concert, I was just like God damn! <laughs> I remember when I remember when I saw again. I don't know how I didn't think that tail was my bias for like the long, whatever. I remember when I saw him live for the first time. It was at KCon. I saw one two seven. As soon as he came out on stage, and I saw that man's face, and then he opened his mouth. My cousin to this day will not let me live down how hard I was screaming. <laughs> He'll de- and he's rude too. He'll DM me like because he follows me on Twitter, and I, anytime I retweet something with Taeyong, he'll DM me on Instagram and be like, "Hey, remember that time where I?" Came? I'm like, "Shut the fuck up, Samuel." <laughs> <laughs> I don't need this from you. Jesus Christ. Um, but damn that face needs to be studied by somebody face it's card just... literally never decline jawline sharp enough to help you with your trigonometry homework eyes literally iris is so big that all this man has to do is even slightly pout and you empty your pockets why would you bring math into this i don't understand <laughs> <laughs> because people kept doing the protractor thing with that's his true. jaw that's true he just I hope I hope he knows. <laughs> I hope he knows how good looking he is. I think he knows and yet he don't know. And so I'm gonna keep telling him for the rest of his life. I think Taeyong doesn't know the extent. I think he knows he's like good looking because obviously if people tell you you're good looking almost every day, like you're gonna start believing it. But I don't think he knows the extent of how just objectively, like regardless of him being a K-pop idol, if you saw that man on the street, you cannot tell me you wouldn't look twice. I know I would. Girl, I would... Never mind. (laughs) All right. Well, that has been the conclusion of our Taeyong uh, episode. Obviously, there are still more songs on his SoundCloud, and obviously uh, he's probably going to release a solo album anytime... Like, I know he's been working on it. I will say that. I feel like he's been working on it for a long time. No idea when it might come out, but I definitely feel like he's been working on it. So um, shout out to you. Happy birthday. Um, And I will continue to live my best Taeyong F life despite y'all being fucking crazy. Yeah, honestly, tell me y'all. Love y'all, but some of (laughs) y'all. Anyways. Okay. So, NCT song of the week. Do you have one? I do, but it's like a random pick. Like I said, I have not been listening to K-pop, let alone NCT, for like the past two months, really. So, I am just 
gonna pick a fun song. I'm gonna pick Trigger the Fever by NCT Dream. Because it's it's literally on my running playlist, and that's it. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I get it. FIFA World Cup <laughs> song. Gets me pumped up to lift. So. Yeah. Okay. My NCT song of the week is actually from the song, the album we just covered, which is Favorite, and it is Pilot. Oh, I love Pilot. It's I just been thinking song. about it since we did that recording. Baby, I'll be your pilot. Yes, please. Kuhn, if you're ready to pick us up, I can get my bags ready in literally 10 minutes. Kuhn, I don't even need any bags. <laughs> I will be ready for you. Yes. All right. The Simpery must stop here. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking I about. Need, I might need to change the title of this episode to something to warn people about how much simping is going to happen. The sim, uh, the symphony. That's good. I like yeah. that. Okay. Uh, as always, thank you so much to our patrons on patreon um we'll hopefully have some new content for y'all soon but as always you will be the first to hear this episode and cat where else can they find us on the interwebs y'all can find us primarily on twitter at ncd podcast there you'll find our link tree to our the links to listen to our podcast and our sister podcast we're also on instagram which is also ncd podcast and we still have a curious cat and we still have a patreon and yeah find us there yep and don't forget that k-pop social night 2022 is still on the horizon you can still get tickets um just go ahead and look up kpsn 2022 either in google or on twitter and you can find links uh, we'll be there representing the shiny print, but obviously we will bring up NCT because we can't help ourselves. Much too near as this <laughs> I'm so prepared to bring them up at least twice. <laughs> Much too near as this Shout out to you, Mira. She has her and own corner on, his sh- on this show. She can't be mad. True. And with that, see y'all later. Bye. Love you. Bye. Baby,